All right. It's that time. It's time for Beyond Sight and Sound. Let's do this. Looking for a high quality beach and sand scoop? Are you trying to take your hunting to the extreme? How about an American based company that stands behind their product and everything they sell? Then check out our friends over at Extreme Scoops. John has been making scoops for some time now and makes a quality beach and sand scoop to take your hunting to the next level. Extreme Scoops recently released their new sand shredder that works great in the water and on the beach. And if you're a new Equinox user, you may want to check out his Surfmaster X3 that can trap those small targets you new Equinox users are finding out there. Extreme Scoops company approach is let's do it right. So do it right, buy it once, and go to the extreme. Extremescoops.com That's X-T-R-E-M-E scoops.com Hey boys and girls, we are going to talk about S&W Shooters and Prospectors. What is S&W Shooters and Prospectors? We at S&W Shooters and Prospectors help people find treasure did you say treasure? Yes, treasure. Just listen to this amazing reveal from our happy customer, Jackie Sparrow. Oh, ship shape, and a pleasure to deal with. I was able to buy everything that I needed at prices that were shillings less than others. I found my nine pieces of meat in no time. Savvy? I know you're asking yourself, why should I shop at SW Shooter and Prospectors? Chuck Smalley has over 45 years of metal detecting experience. He works with each customer one on one to customize their setup to match their skill level. So if you always dreamt of being a pirate, Arr. contact Chuck at SW Shooter and Prospectors and he'll take a great deal for you. I pass rum, not included. Caution. Please do not operate motor vehicles or power equipment while under the influence of this show. Listening to this show could cause side effects such as bouts of laughter, violent binges of cabin fever, and even dreams of silver and gold. Please be advised. Now that the fine print <coughs> is out of the way, on with the show. All right, the fine ferns out of the way. It's time to roll with the show. We're back. We're live. Once again, you are listening to Beyond Sight and Sound, Mental Detecting and Treasure Running Radio for all the really cool digging people out there. And as I look into the chat, I see that uh, the Bills are in, Chuck, Jason, Scott, Shannon, uh, Dennis, uh, Mike. Who can forget Mike? There's the other half of the Bortners. Mr. Phil is in. Got them all coming in. Got them all coming in. Hmm. 
And I see that, uh, <laughs> looks like Bill's giving out, uh, play-by-play from the in-studio cam earlier in the chat. <laughs> well, what do you do? You gotta roll with it, I guess. Right? Of course, speaking of Bill, if anybody's got one to get rid of, he needs a bigger smoker. <laughs> You'll have to go back and uh, check out his post on that. And suddenly all will become clear. Okay. So, let's see here. Looks like everything's working. Looks like the audio's working. So, we'll try this, I guess. We'll give it a shot anyway. We'll give it hell. First and foremost, links in the chat and the description. I think they're, yeah, they're in the chat. Links in the chat and the description. Our friends over at Shooters and Prospectors, AIP, Extreme Scoops, Detectives, The Ring Finders, Noked Macro, Web, Noked a website. Midwest Refineries, Terry Shannon's website. Mine Lab Manicore update link if you're a Manicore user. And hopefully you're not a Manicore user that has had the uh, the very infrequent coil issue. We'll put it that way. It doesn't, I mean, it, it really doesn't sound like it's enough to even mention that it's an issue. Welcome to Barb. And while Barb's in the chat, everybody go ahead and give Barb a big congratulations. She completed her first ring recovery and return today. Congratulations to Barb. I'm sure that uh, she was thrilled. Over the moon. Even though uh, it sounds like she kind of tried to drown herself, but... That's, uh, that's the way it goes sometimes. Uh, those are the, the hazards that we put ourselves into when we do such things. So we've got uh, Ohio Metal Detecting, Detect That Outdoors, All Metal Militia, Crazy Spider Adventures, Hopper Hoodlum, Quarter Hoarder, and Ill Digger all on YouTube if you're into the YouTube side of things. We've got Metal Detecting, Beyond Sight and Sound, Metal Detecting, Central Illinois, Illinois, Iowa, Treasure Hunters, All Metal Militia, Detect That Outdoors, The Relic Hunter, and Detect America all on Facebook. You can check out... DA Live on Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern. You can check out Can You Dig It on Thursdays, 7 p.m. Eastern, both multicasting, Facebook, YouTube, I believe. We're here Sundays, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern, as time and availability allow here lately, uh, which... Time and availability here lately uh, has not been... Uh, real plentiful lately. And uh, I'm sure everybody noticed the absence Wednesday, but, well, that, uh, that's the way it goes. I see Dennis is asking if there's any word on the new Manicore coils yet. Uh, as far as I know, and Chuck can correct me if I'm wrong, but as far as I know, there have been no word on the new coils yet. I I believe they were hoping for sometime in October. Possibly. Don't quote me. Because we've, we've seen all of the hate mail and everything else that comes out when manufacturers actually put a hard date and even a soft date and sometimes miss it a little bit due to redesign, configuration, anything like that, revamp, whatever, and all of a sudden the torches and pitchforks come out. So, I don't know. Uh, looks like, uh, maybe 
Chuck does have some word on the coils. I don't know. I was checking out something in the chat there. I'm not sure what I was checking out yet, though. And then I saw a squirrel. But how's it going, Chuck? It's going good. Let's talk Manicore coils. I actually saw an ad that's being used over in Europe on that, I believe, 5 by 8 And I think a few of those have squeaked out over there, not many. So that means... And I wrote it in the chat. Sometimes in January when it's freezing. Right. Probably because now it's... It, happened. It, they were talking one point August, then September, then maybe late October. So we'll see how it goes, Dennis. That's for you, buddy. And it could be. I mean, we we saw this with the uh, Equinox. They... They released first in the UK or overseas, and it was probably six months after that before anybody in the states saw any. So, right. and they they're maybe the taking coils would be the same way. orders over in Europe. Hmm. There was an ad. I think I tried to share it to my page, and uh, so we'll see what happens. But. I'd like to see how that 5 by 8 work. I got my, my new coil. Everything's fine with the detector. Maybe I just was one of the few that drew the short straw on my coil, uh, my coil being bad. Right. Like I said, it could have just been a fluke that made it out of the factory. I mean, because I know you didn't get just one manacore in and go, oh, okay, oh. that one's mine. So if no. the rest of the case no, had been it, that way, you would have already heard about it. Right. Yeah, I've had people, I've told you all on there, my customers out there and amongst you and other customers, give it a whirl, check it out. Everybody says, fine. Okay, that's all right. So, yeah, uh, Dennis, Dennis was able to tell us that night in the chat. Detecting. Yeah, Dennis was able to tell us that night in the chat that he was picking them up at, I don't know, 12 yep. inches. Of course, that was air test, but Yeah, but that's still. all right. All right, it's... It was dead on them. I mean, there wasn't even a squeak along rubbing it on the bottom of the coil. So yeah. that coil was definitely bad. Yeah, that's you definitely know there's something wrong at that point. Mine Lab's not going to put a machine out with all of that hype and with that price tag and then put right. an inferior coil on it. That is correct. So... You know, and the Profine 40s are out there, and they got all that stuff out. So we'll see what's happening, and hopefully, hopefully, those coils make it out. But they're not the only ones. Naka's been slow with coils, too. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, when you're, when you're trying to do a... Um a worldwide release and get distribution up and rolling, it takes right. time. Yes, it does. It takes yes, time. So, I thought I'd just give you a jingle and let you know what I knew about them, and it's thin, but there is some inkling coming down the line, and and I've talked I've talked with my lab, and they're going, hmm, we don't know yet, but it's getting closer. Well, yep. Right. And so we can't give you a date, but we're getting there. We're getting there. Slow and steady. Emphasis and on good slow. Good job to Barb on her ring recovery. I saw that. That was good. Yeah, she said that uh, she thought she was trying to drown herself. <laughs> Don't do that. Because apparently... Um, I don't know how many, I know she's had to do a couple of these like that, but uh, for for those who are unfamiliar with trying to recover and return items for people in the water, mm-hmm. you know, they say four feet, but who knows? Yep. You, it's, nobody really has a very good... Uh, perception of depth when they're in the water. And they don't necessarily have a very good perception of this is right where I lost it. Well, that was a big ring. She probably tripped over it. 
She could have. Maybe that's why she felt like she was drowning. She got caught in it. There you go. It was holding her down. But, yeah, congratulations. Good job to Barb. Finally, I know she's... uh, she struggled in the past trying to get a couple of them recovered and returned for people, and it's just well, when you're doing recoveries and returns, it's dicey. And then bang, it happens. So yeah, that's good. there there are times where it's dicey. Not every attempt, unfortunately, is a successful one. But when you do get those successful ones, it makes all of the failed attempts, or however you want to put it, worthwhile. Right. And, I mean, just because it's an attempt where you don't necessarily find it doesn't mean that you failed. If you were methodic about it, now you know where it isn't. That's right. So you can focus on, okay, now it's time to expand the grid, or plan B, or whatever the case may be. But, uh, and a lot of that, too has to do, our success uh, has to do with how well they can put us in the area. Because we weren't there when they lost it. We don't know what they were doing when they lost it. And then we're coming in after the fact to try and find it. And in some cases, many years after the fact, which just complicates things. That's right. So that's a good deal. That's a good deal. It always sheds good light on us. Exactly. Yep. And you get a chance to do a good deed. Yep. And things have picked back up, so I've gotten busy again. It was slowed down, which is normal in late July through August. And people are getting a lot of calls for the 800 versus the 900. I sold a 900, a guy that was on the on the edge a little bit, and um, we weighed the features out and facts of the program uh, for gold, which he is in a gold-bearing area. I said, why buy the seven or 600 when you've got a program to help you prospect? Right. already built into uh, the machine, get the eight or nine, and really the... Uh, the, the price difference is not that much different. Get the nine. I saw some reports from a friend of mine on out in the gold field, and he did rather well with it, it up in Idaho. And yeah, I've I've heard of people doing uh, you know nugget shooting in Arizona with the Manicore too, and they're pleased. They're pleased. Yep. Right now, Arizona's got a problem. Nevada. They got too much rain. We've we've all got problems. Either it's too much rain, not enough rain, too much heat. But <sighs> it was, it was, uh, I don't know if you guys followed what is this thing, the uh, Burning Man or whatever it is out in the Nevada deserts. It's national news. They got thousands trapped in the desert because it rains. You know. We're talking one to two inches of rain. But out there, one to two inches of rain causes havoc. It has no place to go. Right. So they get in trouble. And it was on the national news tonight. Those people out there, we're talking something like 10,000 trapped out in the middle of the desert where they have this gathering. And I'm not quite sure what the Burning Man gathering is all about. But they were there with cameras and stuff and... It's just a quagmire. They got a couple inches of rain, right about two inches, and it turned that place into a mess because that caliche turns to sloppy old clay. Right. Yeah, they got a problem. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, you know, the guys out west are waiting for it to dry up again because this, this all this rain has moved things. So they bite it a bit to get out there after that stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And we can certainly understand why. Yes. Definitely. So that is, that is definitely a plus. Yep. So Now well, they just got to wait for it to dry up, though. 
there's always a bit of a silver lining in things, or golden. Well, yeah, in in most things, yeah. Some, sometimes you may have to look a little hard, but it's it's talking there. with all the guys here that want to go next summer. We got to get rolling on that and for the Alaska trip. So Dennis being one of them, right? There's a couple there's a, out there that have expressed interest, so we're going to start. Getting it set up. Gonna have to start beating the drum. Let everybody know. Tick tock. Right. Time flies. Yeah. Especially, uh, I mean, you guys are usually working on this right around a year in advance. And now this is this is ten months. Mm-hmm. And then usually getting your uh, airline. Tickets done yes. right there around the end of the year, beginning of next year. Yeah, because in some instances right now you try to book a flight. Well, it's max max cost. There isn't any sales on. There isn't any of this. So uh, easy, you know, to get done at this point. But within six months, you best have her booked. Right. That's the busy time up there. Oh, yeah. Tourist. Well, I can understand why. I mean, look at the scenery, and for those that are yep. going up to Prospect, uh, yep. well, there again, I can understand why. Yep. So we'll be working on that over the next couple of weeks and getting information out to people and getting them hooked up and making contact uh, with AKU up there and and having some fun. Right. Yep. Plus, Chuck's been uh, Chuck's been busy anyway. He's been playing with a new truck. Yeah. Well, I'm waiting for it now. It's getting the bed liner put sprayed in and and a coating on it and some sort of a paint protectant. I've talked to several people that love that. Several people said, "Well, it didn't make. I don't think it makes that much of a difference." But the guys that got it all told me it's worth it. So I'll pick that up here shortly. Uh-huh. Not much different. My topper swings right over to it, and it's the same color, high-O silver. <laughs> well, you'll have to uh, hopefully get it back. Well, you're going to have to get it back here shortly. Yeah. we so. got to be up hanging with the boys up there in Chicago shortly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on. End of the month. Yep. End that's a, of the that's month. a good hunt. It is. They old, do. They put on a good event. Yep. They put on a good event. That's a that's a that's a lot of fun up there with good people. And I think next year we've got to make a road trip out to Joyzy. Yeah, it sounds like that could be a possibility. Yep. I know they they were wanting me to uh, make Chicago Dig Fest, but uh, it just it wasn't wasn't feasible this year. And even if it had been, it certainly isn't feasible after this week. So, right. I would have had to have backed out at the last minute, unfortunately. But that's all right. I I wasn't uh, I wasn't committed, so I I didn't have to dash anybody's hopes or or plans or anything like that. Right. Right. And so, looks like we've got the pirate on with us. Goody. You don't <laughs> sound waterlogged. Oh, God. I did some stupid things today, okay? <laughs> Why am I laughing ahead of time? <laughs> it's okay. Why, okay, so this is hold my beer and watch this, apparently. You're up ahead of me. No, not quite that bad. But, um, so I literally just walked into the hospital, put my stuff on the nurse's desk because I brought him a basket of veggies, and my phone rings. And it says Atlanta. And I'm like, hello? Well, I couldn't hear him real well. And I was like, it's going to be a scammer, and I hung up on him. (laughs) (laughs) So the phone rings right away, and I'm like, 
okay, maybe it ain't. Now I'm like, hello, who are you and what do you want? <laughs> and he's like, I got your name on the ring finders. I went, okay, yes, I'm a ring finder. How can I help you? There you go. Uh, I said, I literally just walked into the hospital to see my husband. Can I call you back in a few minutes? He's like, okay. And so I had brought him lunch. And so I went in and we ate lunch. And it was probably 30 minutes. And I said, I'm going out to call this guy. And and so uh, he tells me he's in Georgia. At Raven Lake, which the lake has a 25-mile shoreline all around it. So I'm like, I could be, like, anywhere. And um, I said, well, I need to spend an hour here. It's going to take me an hour to get home. If I had had my gear, I could have been there from the hospital in, like, 40 minutes. But, no, I had to come home, get my gear. I texted him and said, I'm on my way. Give me the address. And he did. And so it was an hour and 15 minutes from me in North Georgia. And thank the whole time I'm going, when he sent me the address, and he had told me on the phone, he goes, I'm literally standing right here where it fell in the water. And I'm like, okay, cool. He must have just lost it. And now he lost it this morning at 2, 3 a.m. after a few beers and... I didn't know that till I got there. And I'm thinking, when he told me that, I'm like, oh, here we go again. Somebody that thinks they know where they lost something when they were drinking. Well, I told you uh, the whole my beer would be in there somewhere. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We knew alcohol was in and, this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they were drinking when I got there. And so I told them, oh. you know. By the time I get home and I told them how long it took, and then it's at least an hour to you, I'll see you between 3.30 and 4.30. PM me the address. So he did. And so when I got the address, I'm like, okay, that's a good thing. He's at a house. It's a private, you know, dock and, and not a public dock. And I had said to him, well, when are you leaving? Thinking if they're just day tripping, it could be anywhere. And he's like, oh, we check out tomorrow. And I'm like, okay, private house, good. And so I get there, and I'm going, God, it must be nice to have money. Oh, boy. Uh, Oh, yeah. The the house is all the way around this huge lake, and they're actually, the property is like three buildings, two houses connected with, uh, uh, I guess you'd call it like a boat front uh, Lodge, I don't know. Um, And there's like 15 people there. When I pulled in, I saw how many cars. I'm like, well, must be pricey to have this many people have to chip in. Well, I'm sure it's not cheap. Yeah. And and, and they're not really nice cars, trust me. And so I go over, I go, okay. I walk down and I'm like, He's like, oh, hey, I said, I'm Barb, and he's his name is Jad, and I'm sure people are going, I misspelled, thinking it's Chad, but it was really Jad. And he's like, thank you so much for coming. And so I said, well, let me go get my gear, show me where it was. And so it's on one of the buildings, there's a little dock, and I'm going, well, if he lost it through the dock, we're in trouble, because I don't know if I can get under the house ramp. And he's like, no, I know I lost it right there. And I said, today? And he goes, oh, no, last night, like at 2, 3 in the morning. And so I know alcohol's involved, and he's got this nice young thing with him. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) So I went, got my gear, and I get down there. And I took the AT Pro. I took the the, the, – Equinox is a backup, but I only got the big coil, so I took the AT Pro with the little teeny sniper coil and my uh, amphibian headset and two sand scoops in case I broke one, the whole thing. It's a good thing that sand scoop is as sturdy as it is that you sold me, Chuck, because how I found it, I literally was standing on it 
pushing it into the dirt and my mouth is like barely above water at that point. (laughs) (laughs) Should have brought a snorkel. Yeah. uh, I was wearing, Bill wants to know what I was wearing. I actually went with my clothes from the hospital, my Dirt Pirates t-shirt and my shorts and my Crocs. And uh, so... You know, he tells me that, and so I'm like, okay. So I ground balance the the AT Pro, and I get out there, and I'm getting tons of signals. I'm sure people have flipped pull tabs in this. And what was weird, I got two good signals about two feet apart, and I'm like, okay, it's one of them. But it was like it was breaking in the water. It was really weird because it would go bing, bing, and then I'd get nothing and it's like okay am i is my coil raising up off the ground and there wasn't hardly any silt so i'm like this main thing should be it it was hard there was like an an inch or two of you know soft sand but then it was hard and i'm like this baby's got to be right on top and they had looked for it to no avail. Well, it was murky. And, of course, once you get in there, it gets murkier. And uh, so I'm like, this has got to be it. It's right where he said. And my problem was I scooped toward the pond. I should have scooped toward the beach. Right. And I, <laughs> and I think I pushed it further deeper which means into, now you're in deeper water yeah mm-hmm. I, I i was able to stand the first two scoops at it and i'm like why didn't i catch it and i think i was going too deep into the hard pan and i was just moving it and so at one point I that's said, when I'm you face gonna... your scoop the other direction and drag it back towards you like a rake so I thought, I didn't think of that. So I thought, no, I'll be smart and I'll dive for it. And I left my coil on it, put my foot on the coil, went down, dove down, headphones, pinpointer, and I saw it and I touched it and I needed air. (laughs) And I had to come back up and I said, I know know that was it. And I swallowed a little water. That's when I almost drowned. Uh, not really, but it, it was a bad feeling to <laughs> suck some water in. And uh, so then I said, okay, you need to Right, push you had back. a bunch of drunks out there at 2 or 3 in the morning. It's hard telling what they did in that water you just swallowed. Exactly. <laughs> just saying. I know. And so then... Oh, I, keep going, I Barb. I didn't think... <laughs> I didn't think, I, I finally put my coil on it, and I knew that was it. I'm like, I know this is it. And he's sitting, you know, three feet above me on the little deck. I said, I know this is it. The thing is, is for as big as it was, it was only ringing up like 90 to 92, and it should have been blowing my ears off. I mean, I think he said it was like 11 grams of sterling silver. Oh. It was huge. Uh-huh. <laughs> I saw that in the picture. It, it's a big ring. Yeah, that's Huge. a nice one. And it has sentimental value. He didn't tell me what, and I think it's because the new girlfriend's there. So, you know. Um, and so I thought, I'm going to get behind it and push it up. I didn't think about standing closer to the beach and dragging it like Josh said that would have made more sense and so I left my coil on it put my scoop on the back side and then there was no ground under my feet so I jumped on top of the scoop and at one point I lost my crocs thank god they float and someone (laughs) retrieved them (laughs) yeah is somebody Somebody should have videotaped this, okay, in reality. And so I kicked and I kicked and I just kept pushing that scoop with my feet and finally could put my feet on the ground. Mm -hmm. And, of course, this is like my maybe sixth, seventh scoop. And I get it up and I shake it and I look in and I went, I got it. And he went, no, you don't. And I went, yes, I do. 
and people were running from all over. No way she found it. And I'm like, it was exactly where he said, and you're the first that it was ever where they said. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it does happen that it is exactly where they say, but a lot of times it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't fall out that Him and her were on the little deck, whatever, porch over the water, and he says we were right here when it went right there. So I don't want to know what they were doing. So he wasn't in the water. It slipped off of his hand and bounced off of the deck. No, they were on the edge of the deck, and it went into the water. And so right. I'm lucky that it was exactly where he said it was. And uh, at that point, I was just like, oh, my God, I finally found one. And I told him, I said, this is my seventh recovery for a ring or an earring. And this is the first that I ever found because it was exactly where you said it was. Well, see, and that's why I say a lot of our success has to do on how well they can put us in the area. That's correct. Well, you know, when I've had the crazies, I've had the uh, sugar daddy throw her jewelry box out into the yard at night and so I was there to find her grandmother's diamond ring well I Mm. found 80 pieces of jewelry but the diamond ring so I think sugar daddy sold it pawned it and that was how he covered it and then I had the one that put it in her brow while she was painting and then toward her yard with her dogs um, I had a lady that was feeding the cows and lost it a year prior. Uh, the guy that was throwing snowballs with his kids and calls me three months later, and he thinks he draws me a map. Um, so I can see why I've been unsuccessful to this point. <laughs> see, and and over time, you you begin to learn certain questions to ask or a certain methodology or even which ones are potentially worthwhile as in successfully, you know, recovering the item for them and not. I mean, I got an email a couple of weeks ago from someone that said, hey, uh, you know, I happened to lose, it, it was like a bonded set, so it was the wedding ring, the engagement ring, while I was in this town of this county, and I didn't even know about ring finders then, but I contacted the local paper, I contacted the church, nobody got back to me, and then I see you, do you think you could help me find it? Although, we did go out for dinner that night to this town too, and... I sent her back a message. I'm like, look, I'm not real sure what you want me to do for you. Normally, people are able to narrow it down. Like, I was in my backyard. But yeah. you're giving me two towns in two different counties. You know, That's it. Uh, there's not a lot I can do for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> the, the first two I did was the ring in the bra and the snowball guy. And... I didn't charge either one, and then I said, you know, I can't do this for free, and I've had um, feedback that I charge a minimum of 25 to go out, um, and that's on my Ring Finder page, and I'm like, I'm in the mountains. You don't get it. You may be five miles as the crow flies, but it may take me 30 minutes to get there, you know? Yeah. And so after those two, that's when I put minimum of 25 and I've gone to the crazies and they've paid me um, some pretty good, even though I didn't find it. Um, And this guy, when I said, now, before I give it to you, you will let me put this on social media, take some pictures because this will help me. And he's like, absolutely. And he says, so what do I owe you? And. I said, I have a call-out fee of $25. I'll be honest. Uh, I've spent over, you know, round trip, it's going to be over 15 to $20 in gas. Um, but I said, what is it worth to you? And he said, a million dollars. And I said, well, honey, I know you don't have that, and I don't have that. So you pay me what it's worth to you. And this is my minimum, 25 And... Uh, 
of course, talking to him earlier, I told him I was at the hospital. My husband had been there for a while. And these young guys came. They're like, no, we'll make it worth your while to come here. And I said, how did you get me from North Carolina? Did you call anyone else? And he said, we called numerous people closer and nobody would come. It's like, well, I can do it at the end of the week. And he's like, I'm stressing to these people. We, we're we checking out tomorrow. I right, we're on a tight some... time schedule yep. here. And he's from Atlanta, and this is probably two and a half hours from Atlanta. Right. Um, and so he goes, we'll, we'll make it worth your while. And um, he handed me a roll of bills with $100 on the outside. So they did make it very worth my while to go well, there. Good. Good. Can't beat that. Now, the big question, how's Bubba? He is doing great. Um, We beat his insurance company, the state of North Carolina. we Um, won the appeal. We won the appeal through the North Carolina Department of Insurance, and they basically called his insurance company, and they didn't answer funny. So the doctor left them a message saying, uh, no, you're going to continue his care. So there'll be a review every two weeks, but he's doing great. Um, we go, we go to more foot on Thursday, and that's when we're praying. They say he can walk, and then game on from there. Good, so, good, 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 Barb. Everything's working out. For been you. a long road, but it's about time. Yes. One hundred and twenty-five days, but we. Good. I decided this morning when I was sitting having my tea, I went. I know why this all happened, and I've sent his hospital, the main hospital, hate mail because it's their fault. Uh, His stupid doctor, the last one he had, was the biggest idiot, the only idiot. All the others were great. Um, The doctor tried to discharge him home, and he's like, I'm not going home. He's like, oh, I'll call you medicine. What pharmacy and all this and that? And he finally said, I go to a skilled facility, a swing bed. That's where I go back. I'm not going home. Uh, Well, that idiot just sent me a prescription for narcotics. I got it three days ago. And for Miralax. None of his other meds, which he's on a lot. And so I put two and two together. I said, he documented he was ready to go home. And so the insurance company said, good, send him home. Right. But no, he's doing good. He'll be home by the end of the month, for sure. Good. Good deal, Barb. That's that's excellent. Yeah, so... uh, But today was was fun, and it was exciting, and uh, I told him, please leave me a review, and he sent me a text going, I can't find it now. And I'm like, just go to theringfinders.com and look for me. <laughs> right. Well, that, good on you, Barb. That's good. If it was worth your time, you made the recovery. Bub's doing much better. That's job one, and, and that that's a good deal. So maybe you'll get down to DIV and do, do good again. Oh, oh, I'm going to DIV, trust me. If I have to get a babysitter, I'm going. <laughs> Good. All right. Well, I'll let you go and get back at it. I just had to call in. So, uh, yeah, use Josh's advice and scoop towards you instead of out <laughs> into the middle of the pond. That's, that's good advice for the next water retrieval I have, well, Josh. I've I've had to do this a time or two. I've only done two water recoveries. One was successful. The other wasn't because I think they were way off the mark where they lost it and went back a couple other times. But the the one water recovery, she was dead on, and it wasn't all that much more than, uh, you know, it was between knee and waist deep. Lucky you. The other one spent (laughs) her days on it trying to recover it. Of course, this is in the Mississippi and you don't want to swallow any water out of that at all. No. <laughs> no. Uh, no, not at all. 
And and at, when I walked out, because he's like, we're going up. And so I just kind of hung out, walked over to the people. And the first guy that had met me and looked at me like, who are you? And I'm like, I'm Barb. Um, I come around. He goes, did you find it? I said, I did. Everybody's raising their beers and going, yes. And these two ladies came over and they're like, we didn't know that this was like a job you could do. <laughs> and I said, well, you know, it just kind of supplements the income. And they were really interested. The The ladies were like, how long you been doing this? They asked me more questions than anyone. Uh, and I'm like, over nine years. And they're like, really? And, and that thing can go in the water? And I'm like, well, actually, 10 feet down. Really? And I mean, that we I sat and talked to them for probably 10, 15 minutes before the guy showed up with some moolah, you know? Right. So. Well, at uh, least it all worked out. It did. Except for swallowing some water coming up for air. Right. And <laughs> having to recover the Crocs. Yeah. It was so funny when it came off my foot. I was like, I lost my my shoe. And I'm like, uh, it should float, and it popped up, and that's when I took both of them on, off, and the guy's like, you're going to go in there barefoot? I'm like, well, kind of hard to keep your feet, your shoes on your feet when they float. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, oh, all right, guys, I'm going to head out, but have a good you night. Have a good one. Well, good job, and congratulations once again. Thank yep. you. Bye. Uh, well, that was good. Yeah, yeah. It's it's nice to see it finally worked out for. Because I mean, we she's uh, <coughs> she's tried in the past and everything, and and not you know through any fault of her own or anything. And just sometimes you can't find it. Great. Well, the, I've developed a, a, a method with them, uh, and. and mm-hmm. Seventy percent of the people that talk to me about it for rings are women, and there's been a couple men's rings and a man that called me for the one ring uh, that uh, girlfriend lost who was married. Basically, his payoff to me was shut up money. I remember that. Yeah, that was a pretty expensive ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I do remember that. But That's that was good. a nice recovery. Got to develop techniques a little better. It sounds like. Yeah, I mean, and and you know, as as time goes along, we kind of develop our own list of questions or techniques and methodology to it. And and Barb is moving that direction now as well. I would think. Yep. So. That's cool. But I've been fortunate with a bunch of them. They were pretty close to being right on where they thought they lost it, within 10, 15 feet or less. But there's been a couple of them I've never recovered. They had no idea. Right. They know it came, but they weren't sure when or where. But they thought it might be in this location, and you work there, and then you try to expand your search and talk to them more. When's the last time you saw it on your hand? Do you take it off when you wash, uh, like dishes, or in your shower? You take it off before then. Put it a lot of them. Will put it in the soap dish. Actually, I had two recoveries in a soap dish. That type of stuff over the years. Oh, I didn't. I didn't put the soap down over it. Ah, yep. One inside, she thought she lost it as she got out of the car in the winter. Well, we looked where she was parked at snow and icy. and So I said, you're sure you may have lost it outside the car or inside the car? Well, it was inside the car. And another gentleman lost his. We searched all over where he thought he lost it. It was under the seat of the car. Wow. Went back through and found it there. Not bad. So, it's close. <laughs> she knew she was getting out of the car and lost it. It just stayed with the car. 
Right. Well, and like I said, that's why we learn to uh, ask the questions that we do. And usually when I'm asking the questions, I'm there's other people around giving suggestions, so I try to pull them aside and talk to that person that lost it directly and not have the... Right. Don't try to fill in the blanks. Just give me what you got to the best of your recollection. Right. Because when when they start filling in the blanks, it then it starts to really turn into a bit of a mess sometimes. Yep. And and women asking more questions about it than men. You know, uh, Barb was talking about the gals wanted to know all about it. Well, that's gals wanting to know about stuff. If you don't believe me, listen to that bit that Foxworthy does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Definitely. Yep. And you, you do, I mean, especially when you're doing returns like that, you do wind up getting uh, quite a fair amount of questions at times. So, that's pretty cool. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'm I'm glad to see that uh, it finally worked out. Yep. That's a lot of driving around, too, Barb. That's yeah. miles. Hours. Yeah, absolutely. So, it sounded like he made it worth her time. That's cool. Well, and that's that's the important part. I mean, he got his item back. She, he's happy. She's happy. Win-win. Right. Win-win situation. That's all we can do at that point. Yeah, absolutely. But at least it worked out. So that's definitely a plus. Right. She may even have problems sleeping tonight. (laughs) (laughs) All wired up with her first recovery and return. It doesn't take much to wire her up. No, no, not really. (laughs) Oh, golly. She should be pretty uh, wired up. Get some breaks in the weather here. We get a little rain on it, man. We had uh, several of us had plans to go out today, and we were doing some detecting testing, and the ground is like a rock. Yeah, yeah, we uh, we were expecting it to be quite hot uh, tomorrow and Tuesday, and today wasn't supposed to be too terribly bad, and when I was outside earlier, it didn't seem bad, but then we left the house around 5.30, and... It felt like we stepped into a broiler. So, but the, the I mean, forecast it, it, is changed. The neighbor now. told me today that it's a dry heat. Yeah, okay. Because we don't have the uh, humidity. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't humid at all. Probably like 35%, 40%, which is... Out west, that'd be high, but here usually we're That's used to, not bad, because usually you're dealing yeah. with more than that. Yeah, that's... Yeah. I just looked at him. <laughs> Hot's hot. I don't care. Dry heat, humid, hot, period. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's... Uh, we, I didn't look to see what the heat index was today, didn't care to find out, and it looks like we're still going to be up in the upper 80s tomorrow and Tuesday yet, and then things will start cooling off for us again, and eh, so far there's still not a whole lot of rain in the forecast, though. Yeah, I got a couple questions. I see uh, Jason was asking, is there eight inch? Yeah, it's a five by eight. Small elliptical Elliptical coil. Yep. I've got a whole bunch of people wanting that thing, and I don't know what it'll be there. Right. Yep. Plan plan for the beginning of the year and be happy when it comes in in October. 
if it comes in in October. Yeah, I'm hoping. That's all I can tell you right. at this point. But I've uh, some of my guys that uh, are using the manicure are killing it in the water, too. I can see that, yeah. Yep. So it's out there. Some of them are getting a 900 for the water, and they're killing it with those. So a couple good detectors. Oh, Part yeah. I mean, it's it's still a solid machine. Yeah, the shit to go into the find of the month there for Garrett and show that off and give a story. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. She was using a Garrett. Listen to Barb do that. Oh. Yeah, might as well. Yeah. I would. Yep. I would, too. A lot of work. A lot of time on the road. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, sir, it's just about that 8 o'clock time. Yeah, do it, Barb. Yep, she, she just says she'll do, do it. I would. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would. Yeah. It doesn't hurt yeah, to try. Like, nope. You might even just, I don't know if they send out anything for being entered or not, but I know they have a monthly find of the month. So. Yeah, and I, I'm not sure how they do that anymore, but she may even wind up getting herself another pinpointer. Yep. That'd be a good thing. Right? Nothing wrong with that. No. No, not uh-huh. at all. No, well, everybody all. have a good good week. Stay cool. Out or try to. Right. Yeah, unfortunately, it is headed, headed this direction, and I don't know that I'm ready for it, but it's it's still coming whether I'm ready for it or not. Yep. And Jason, I'm with you. Hopefully the fall will bring some moisture. Yeah, the, yeah, the weather patterns the weather patterns have definitely screwed the season up for hunters and hopefully it'll be a good fall for everybody. Yeah. I finally sat down and went through the wheat pennies I found on the last actual hunt I was doing. My guys I cleaned one up and I thought at first I just threw it in the pouch. That was a 1919, which is pretty common. No, it's a 1909, but no VDB, no S either. Ah, well, you were you were close. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like getting a 1916 dime. You, you dug it face up. You see that 16, and you're scared to turn it over. And oh. Ass, you know. I was so frustrated the one year I couldn't tell you how many 1916 Mercs I found, and every time I'd think, "Oh, is this the time?" and I'd flip it over and really? think, "No." It wasn't oh. that long ago I saw a post by I can't remember the gentleman's name. He found two, not one, two in mm-hmm. one hole. Yeah, 16 D's, and he got them both with the shovel hard. Oh. That'd be a bad day. Uh, Good that you found them, but bad on them. Yeah, yeah. I had a guy, uh, one day I had been out hunting and, and had run across one of them, and I was like, oh. He says, what? He says, it's a silver dime. I said, yeah. He said, but the difference between what's not on the back is the difference between a couple of dollars and a couple of thousand dollars. That's right. And because it was a nice that ever found a 16D here locally is in the I&I club still. Ray Grip. Ah. That's nice. been 30-some years ago he found that. Yeah, they come few and far between, usually. They do. It looks like the board well, anyway, are going to try to swing out of here. Have a great night, my good friend. Good hunting. Good job, Barb. That's cool. And uh, thanks for having me on, brother. All right, stay safe, Chuck. You too. Bye-bye. Okay, and the last thing to mention as we roll on out of here is that for those that caught Sunday's broadcast, we were talking about troll accounts. So far, apparently, this has not been an issue with any of the other groups, so I don't know why... I've been dealing with it so much here lately, but 
over the past eight days, I've declined so many join requests that I've I quit counting days ago. Even today, I quit counting after the first 12. It it it's even gotten to the point where <clears throat> we just had to go through like the other night and decline any and everything. I'm not saying we're closing membership but we're reining it in pretty tight right now. And if you are trying to join the the Metal Detecting Beyond Sight and Sound group, you may want to send me a message first. Not Beyond Sight and Sound, but me, Josh Kimmel. Or if you are telling a friend of yours to try to join the group, you may want to send me a message. Otherwise, they're liable to get declined because right now, all of these requests are coming through with fresh Facebook accounts and they're all answering the questions. It's like they pulled the answers right off a form. I mean, they're all worded the exact same way. And that's that's disturbing. I mean, you wonder, are these accounts just waiting to get into the group so they can post a Timu link or, or sunglasses or watch my videos or whatever? And that's why every request has been being declined because we don't want that overrunning the Beyond Sight and Sound group. And until things start to let up, we're going to have to, I guess, restrict membership pretty tightly. But like I said, if if you can get a message to me, then we can definitely get you through into the group. But right now, for the number of requests that are coming in, it's pretty much mandatory, you know, automatic decline because of the requests that have been coming in from these fake accounts. I don't know why. I don't know what suddenly prompted it, what started it, why it's still continuing, but this has been going on now for eight or ten days. And... This was just, this is getting beyond ridiculous. Uh, so, I don't know. Other than that, obviously Wednesday was an archive. Those that caught the archive, hopefully they enjoyed it. I was in no position to do a show Wednesday night. I'm still... I'm still really not quite back to me, so to speak. Uh, But I figured we had to do a show tonight at least. So, I don't know. Uh, Time and availability is, is pretty tight. Yet, for a while, I'm almost through all the appointments and shots and treatments and things like that we just we got to be patient a little more longer maybe not what everybody wants to hear but that's what i've got so that's the way it goes sometimes it it just it can't be helped and believe me, for, for everything I've been dealing with, I would much rather be here. But <laughs> it, it, it hasn't been panning out like that here lately. I, I mean, Wednesday was an absolute impossibility for me to be here. And even if the show would have been Thursday, it would have been an absolute impossibility and... I mean, I'm I'm just just now actually starting to feel a little more like me and starting to get my appetite back and things like that. So we'll see how it goes.
Until the next one, though. Obviously, we know the ground is dry, but if you can get out and dig, hopefully you find a bucket lister. Until the next time, we're out of here. Have a wonderful evening, folks.